Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Tottenham Hotspur. Now, here are your hosts. Hello everybody and welcome to this, the Spurs News Podcast. I am Sam and it's just me this week, which is always a bit of a strange one. Uh, We're going to run through some stuff on the show, including the few messages we've had in. Uh, basically me talking to myself for a little while. Uh, apologies, we couldn't put together anything else this week. Uh, between adverse weather, work and all sorts going on, we just couldn't manage to put, put the team together. Um, on the time that was available to us, uh, the power went out. Thank you, Storm Kieron, or whatever they want to call it. But anyway, this is the Spurs News Podcast. This is episode 216, I believe, which is insane. I've done a couple solo in the past, and the general comments and feedback I get at the end is you do sound like you're slowly descending into madness. But hey, let's have some fun with it and see where we go. Now it's time for your comments from our social media. So we have uh, several emails come in. most of them are just basically discussing the same thing, uh, so I'm going to address all of them. So this is for Clive, Neil, James and Susan. Uh, hopefully you all know who you are. Uh, basically, everyone here wants to discuss the Chelsea game, which is fair enough. Um, and more importantly, or the discussion topic they want to cover, what sort of reception should Mauricio Pochettino receive when he returns to Hotspur, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? It's an interesting one, and it's a debate which I found more interesting than I thought I would, because my attitude is, once he joined Chelsea, he was kind of dead to me. Um, I'll explain that a little bit. So, to me, he is someone I have incredibly fond memories of. Um, He brought me back to the football club. He brought me back to enjoying watching my team, which had been a long time. He, yeah, he got me re-engaged, reinvigorated and gave me some of my best uh, memories in my lifetime of watching Tottenham play football. Now, granted, I know a lot of people, they derive their joy purely from lifting trophies, etc. And that's fine. It's not my place to tell anyone what to think, when to think it. For me, actually enjoying watching my team week in, week out was amazing Uh, that's something I've not really had I mean I've seen us lift a couple of League Cups FA Cup uh, when I was very little but barely remember the UEFA Cup but so I've seen those things and I've enjoyed them obviously I've enjoyed them but actually seeing my team week in week out look like we could beat anybody was incredible Um, so some of the memories of the the peak Pochettino years are phenomenal Um, when he was fired I wasn't happy about it. Um, I felt that the club made a decision where, okay, we need to completely overhaul this squad or we swap the manager and see what someone else can do with this squad. They made their call. Um, I believe, and it's just a matter of opinion, it was the wrong call. I believe they should have backed in to overhaul the squad and gone again. But the call was made. Uh, Jose came in. He did his thing didn't really work um, as we know possibly could have won us a league cup but you know if he got fired 
Mason had a go. Um, the bloke I won't name because I have no idea where the, the jingle is for it. Uh, came in, was a waste of time. Antonio Conte, the anniversary yesterday of his appointment in 2021, which is mad to me. It's been two years. It feels like yesterday and then at the same time a hundred years ago. It's a very, very odd thing. Um, and, and everything looked kind of promising there, but then it, it just... I think personal circumstances of him and, and it just wasn't the right fit for the club. But his style of football prolonged uh, just didn't sit well with us and his seemingly um, hatred for all things Tottenham <laughs> just just generally in, in life in general uh, I mean he, he had an incredibly rough time in his personal life so I'm just going to park that there um, so I was one of the people that I felt in the summer the best option for the club was a reset and Maurizio Pochettino returning for me was my number one choice I think I said it on the podcast I, I said it to anyone who would listen to me that I felt the club needed to go yeah look we made a mistake let's reset it please come in let's now overhaul this squad I felt that would give us an opportunity to keep Kane as well um, but I, I think perhaps now from what I've read that was done <laughs> regardless so it's interesting in in as much as how do I feel now? Um, you know, the summer happened. Um, we didn't make the call to Mauricio Bottigino. He then got approached by Chelsea. Can I blame him for waiting for the call from us, realizing that was never going to come, and then taking another job which would enable him to live in the home he, he likes to live in? His family are settled. You know, when he went to manage in Paris, his family remained living in their home where they are. He he commuted, lived in the sort of hotel, etc. So I I can't blame him. I can't blame him for that. That's that's like, you know, he never had the chance to return to us. We never made the call. And if we had, by by all accounts from people who were close to him, he he, he would have been interested. But then Chelsea came along, which means he would have been earning great money for him and his and his colleagues, his friends. It's an opportunity to rebuild Chelsea um, with funding and the ambition. And one of the things he said, actually, which grated, but at the same time, you can't overly dispute, is that he is now at a club that has an ambition to win trophies and will do everything they can to do that. And yeah, it grated a little bit that he said it, but at the same time, he, he, you know, there is a valid point to that. Something we've discussed in the past. Um, you know, the the winning mentality, the the kind of mentality to go out and win things at all costs, does come from the top down. And under Roman Abramovich, you know, manager went stale, boom, he was gone, replaced. Players went stale, boom, gone, replaced. And it was kind of like, it wasn't about the money. There was no financial, there was none of that to it. And of course we know why with Roman. He was money laundering, so he was happy to throw money away. Todd Bowley, I have no idea what that guy is. I'm, I'm just baffled by what they're doing. Just like crazy contracts to players that are long-term, lots of money. Um, 
it's bizarre to me but but they're doing it and they are doing it in a way that they think will be successful time will tell whether Mauricio can do that so I can't blame him for speaking to them I can't blame him for taking that job his family's settled his family comes first we know that about him um, all of that being said he's dead to me and I want him booed when he goes on Monday now that sounds like a massive contradiction I know but let me just make it abundantly clear I can't blame him for taking a job like that but I don't like it it, it doesn't feel right to me to be I love Tottenham I loved my time at Tottenham the fans at Tottenham were incredible you know the passion for that club blah 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 oh now I'm going to go to the rival and I know it's not Arsenal and that's fine but that's a geographical rivalry us and Arsenal is geographical us and Chelsea there is there are some issues there anyone who's ever been to Chelsea away I tell you the the hissing gas chambers stuff the anti-semitic stuff that comes from their fan base the battle of the bridge where Mauricio was the Tottenham manager if he cannot wrap his head around why it's not okay when this is the guy who says, oh, I can never manage Barcelona because I'm tied to Espanyol. I can never manage... It's the same damn thing. I get it around the world. Perhaps teams only have the one rival, local rival. But, so, you know, England's different. London's different. There are a lot of clubs there that just don't... You, you shouldn't have joined, and that's one of them. And if he just hung on a bit, I think the Man United job's going to be up soon. <laughs> So it's aggravating because whatever club he would have gone to outside of Chelsea and Arsenal, I genuinely believe me and the vast majority of fans, when you arrived back, you'd have got a warm round of applause, welcome back to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and then we'd have just gone into supporting our current boss. Of course, things could be a lot different, and and this is something I'm, I'm going to put out to everybody. So so that's my feelings. That That's how I feel. I, I think, you know... The minute he signed for Chelsea, he what he did for the club is there. It's set in stone. But now, nah, go fuck yourself, mate. I, I'm just not interested. You, you made your bed. You need to go lie in it. But what is interesting to me is we are very, very happy with the job that Ange Postacoglu is doing. We're loving the football. We're top of the league, which is you know far exceeding the expectations I think any of us had, and we're doing it in a good way. Now, just imagine that we've appointed a manager, whether it's Ange or anybody, in the summer, um, and they're not doing well. We've lost more than we've won. The football's poor. Obviously, we've lost Kane. Now, imagine the atmosphere around the club then, and Mauricio's coming back. And I do wonder how that would be and how toxic that would be for a certain Mr. Levy if that was the case. He's almost very very lucky that Ange is doing so well because that kind of gets him off the hook with that don't you think but anyway so that's my thoughts on that thank you for the emails in um we didn't put a thing on Facebook this week so obviously there's nothing from Facebook um but we did get something from Instagram and the person from Instagram I'm delighted to say is someone with their own theme now it's time for a comment from Iron Brother. Okay, so Island Brother with the theme, probably the best theme you have. 
Uh, it says, hello Spurs Army. Perfect. That was a perfect analogy of Pochettino being the ex who sleeps with your mate. Don't wish evil on anyone, but it's nice when I get to sit on my little high horse and something bad happens, then go, hmm, that's karma, mate. Question. Are there any links to defensive players other than Sebastian Cesares? I can't even say that name. All I'm seeing is a myriad of links to attacking players as per usual. Not sure we need any more attackers, but one of either centre-backs becomes available. Sorry, one of the centre-backs becomes unavailable and the system suffers. I hope everyone's doing well in Coys. Um, yeah, you're absolutely spot on. Um, I would actually pay very, very little attention to transfer speculation at the moment. Um, one of the things about transfer windows and transfer speculation is trying to remember the source of the information. So the press will run with anything. The press will run with rumour, the press will run with stuff, but the vast majority of stuff that gets picked up a lot is because it comes from representatives, so an agent. So currently, any player whose agent is out there trying to find them a new club are trying to drum up interest. So what they are doing is leaking stories like, oh, you know, Tottenham are watching my player, uh, this club's watching my player. You'll see it a lot. We won't be conscious of it because obviously we're not fans of the club, but Man United and clubs like that get it a lot because we know that they are trying to improve Tottenham are trying to improve um, the club have managed through the changes that they've made to really nail down the leaks of information that were going out um, you'll see that Fabrizio Romano and a lot of the Italian journalists suddenly don't have all the exclusives on us that they once had hmm I wonder why best mates with Paratici but um, as far as the people that I trust in what they are saying is the club are looking at a central defender in the January window and are looking at central midfield options because of uncertainty around uh, Pierre-Emile Hoybier. So we know AFCON is coming up and we are going to lose Papamatasar and Basuma. Um, the club feel confident in the options that are there to see us through those few weeks, providing everyone's fit. However, there is a concern that Hoybier is very keen to leave and there are options for him in Italy which he would like to take. And if the option works out well for him and the club, then we would obviously need to recruit in that area. So uh, keep an eye on that. Um, you'll see us linked with every wide forward, centre forward under the sun. Um, again, from people I trust, it's a opportunity arises that's very good. It'd be taken, but that's not an area of focus. A central defender, a central midfielder are the areas of focus for January. And then, of course, uh, the, the summer is, again, continuing the, the rebuild of the squad. So those are the areas that I keep an eye on. Um, the one player we really were interested in, I think his name is Lloyd Kelly, central defender for Bournemouth, um, has changed his agent and is now being strongly linked to AC Milan, um, agents Italian I believe, so it's possible we've missed out on that one. Uh, but yeah, so as a central defender, central midfielder, those are the areas I'd keep an eye on um, and, and the rest of it, it is noise. But the one thing that the club always make abundantly clear is 
regardless of the position, if an opportunity to add a player of real quality comes up in January, because it is a window of opportunity, they will jump on it. But at the moment, that's there's, there's those two areas that are the pure focus for what they want to do. So, so there we go. I mean, um, I don't have any other questions or anything to go through. Um, the only thing I've got left to say really uh, is about the Chelsea game, which is we play last at the weekend. We go into the weekend top of the table. Um, by the time we play, uh, we most likely won't be. Um, so again, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how the team respond. I, I think from a mentality point of view, it's just pure focus on the game and not anything else. Um, I think that should be the case all the time. I know it's difficult as it gets later in the season, but currently, just 10 games in, it has to be, okay. who's next? Focus purely on that. Um, We've certainly had enough time to prep. Uh, The one thing I saw jokingly but was quite accurate is with the size of squad Chelsea have, it must be very difficult to predict what you're going to be up against. Um, I hadn't really thought of it that way, but yeah, I I guess so. Um, But... It's a massive game um, for for so many reasons. Us versus Chelsea is, is a big game. It's a derby. Mauricio Pochettino's return, there's a real added element of that because of that. I, I desperately want to win. Um, like, like, desperately want to win. It, it's, but, but not just win, but like win well and really kind of drive it home. I want, at the end of that game, us to have won the players to be celebrating and the South stand to be belting out our version of the Robbie Williams Angels because there's a certain line in that that if I get to hear at the end of that particular game I'm going to be over the moon. So look, so look, this is a short, sharp show um, just so we put something out. Apologies that our our usual discussion format isn't there this week. I'm not going to prattle on any much longer because, let's face it, he wants to just listen to me talk to myself. Um, Thank you so much for always listening. Thank you so much for always getting in touch when we ask. Really appreciate it. Thank you for the messages last week where I was joking about no one liking us anymore. Uh, Also appreciate everyone joining in on the debate that me and Matt had. Uh, It would appear everybody was very much team Matt on that. Um, so uh, just goes to show that more than one person can be wrong <laughs> anyway thank you so much for listening we'll be back uh, hopefully me and Matt hope, well, or me and Stefan or Stefan and Matt someone, a, a duo will be back next week until then everybody you all take care and come on you Spurs thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast We hope that you enjoyed the show. Stay up to date with all things Tottenham. Follow us on social media. All links are in the podcast description.